What is going on? This is Michael Hacker with the Hacker Outdoors podcast. On today's episode, we go over the latest footage from Jamie O'Brien and Ben Gravy, talk the faux pas nature of cargo shorts and pants, and then Joey gives us an update on the upcoming fishing tournaments headed our way. Without further ado, oh, check one, Oop. two, one, two, one, two. Ladies and gentlemen, Joseph McCormick dropping stuff with his victory shirt on today. Um, yes, sir. Nine line. Nine line. I meant to ask you, what is that tattoo on your arm? I, I always Gaelic for okay. for hope because I, I need hope. <laughs> I think the Gaelic, the Gaelic <laughs> word for hope. I think yeah. I think we could all use some hope. Yeah, yeah. especially uh, me sometimes. Yeah, so. yeah we'll, we'll leave it at that. Well, I'm going with the old school Notre Dame sweatshirt. Oh you know, man, represent Notre Dame. Let's go, yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, this, I got this uh, when I was out in college. We senior year did a road trip out. Uh, actually, we went to Boston. Then we went to Chicago and Notre Dame. And we were in Notre Dame for St. Patrick's Day. And it was insane. Yeah. Uh, incredible. Uh, bedlam. I, I, I think I saw someone die. I, they, it, we'll leave it at that. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in the entire world. She fell out of a balcony playing catch with people across balcony and there were cops everywhere. It was I've never seen so many drunk people in my entire life. Uh, it didn't hurt, of course, or help, I guess, that Notre Dame had played a basketball game that day. Did they um, win that day? I, I mean, it was I probably sheer pandemonium out there. It was, it was pandemonium. Uh, pandemonium, bedlam, everything else in between. And we went to this bar, and I'm not a big drinker, and the the leprechaun was there along with a bunch of the uh, players and he was just going nuts. It was, I, I've never seen anything like it. And I, you know, I didn't go to a big college like that. I never, I, off, you know, Montclair state university, you know, has sports, but it's not, you know, it's not a sports college, right? It's a commuter college. It, when you go, it's to growing Rutgers, though. It's growing. Yeah, it is growing, it's, but it's gr- you go, you know, you can't compare that to a Notre Dame or Ohio state or no. uh, any of those colleges, man. And it's oh, holy cow. But yeah, this is that old. I'm, you know, you know, much to my wife's dismay, she says that thing is disgusting and old. And I'm oh, like, you got to keep it. Truck it, man. Keep like, it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, going on, tw- going on 20 years old, this sweatshirt. So I will keep it until it literally falls apart and it hasn't yet. Um, but Joe, thank you for joining, man. Uh, we were sharing earlier some some videos, and I I gotta say, like a bit flabbergasted. I, I just got done watching uh, Ben Gravy's uh, uh, <laughs> toe surfing fifty foot plus Hawaii big swell. In, well, in yeah, the that's years. the thing. If you know, if Jamie's saying twenty to thirty feet, you know that's Hawaiian, and Hawaiians, you know, is is half the size of what. What the normal people say their waves are so you know if we're claiming 10 feet on the east coast to them that's five feet they, they measure waves different so that one wave that um oh, i'm blank on his name clonny clonny caught with him yeah that was like a easy 80 foot face i mean that thing was insane and 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 for you know him to say that was the biggest wave of his life yeah that, that tells you how massive it was. And, and same with, with J-O-B. J-O-B, you know, Jamie was saying the same thing. You know, he caught the, the, the biggest wave of his life. Um, it, it's absolutely insane. And, and then, you know, Kalani Chapman saying that, I mean, that's, that's huge. 
and, and then Ben Gravy's out there charging with him. I mean, James and he's not video, a big wave surfer. I mean, that's he, the crazy he, thing. He got into it recently with Will Scudden, and Will Scudden's the East Coast legend who's a big wave guy, and Will invited him out to Oregon, and um, Ben went out there with him for several days, trained, and, and, and rode some pretty big surf out there, and Ben said, you know, the bug just bit him from there. Um, but to me, you know, there's people out there in the internet who, you know, like to rag on Ben sometimes because you know, he does a novelty thing and you know, gets stoked on small waves. That guy flat out rips. His two riding is it's gotten insane. Some of these barrels he gets, and and him going out there and surfing outer reef on what the Hawaiian legends are calling one of the, the greatest they ever seen it out there is insane. I mean, to me, it just cements his legacy. That that, that I mean, he's balls to the wall, man. I mean, I. I... I've subscribed to Ben Gravy for years, right? I, you know, big, I'll take him for what he is. You know, I, I get it. Like people don't like him because they feel like you said, he's a little gimmicky, a little, uh, they, they or whatever. The, you know, but, there's always that subset in any type of sport or whatever, you know, he's so stoked. I mean, he yeah. serves everything. That's his thing, you know? But do you blame him? I mean, no. you even if you watch the videos, him, I, I forget what the video was. I'll go back and into his his library and find it. But there was one where he was surfing these tiny little waves and he was so excited. And yeah. Brian and I were watching him back when we lived together. And I said, makes me want to ride that wave because it just looked like it was so easy, so much fun to do. I mean, he was catching ride after ride after ride. And it to me, sometimes guess what it's quantity over you know I, i'm not a big wave guy i, I don't know I, you know maybe if i was i'd say uh, something different but I, i'm not it looked fun it looked awesome i love the fact that he got stoked for it and i mean and then seeing him in this video i mean it's a 21 and a half minute video um you know first and foremost has four dislikes on it four thumbs down on on the youtube video 2.2 thousand thumbs up now i get it it's long but if you get into about the halfway point that's where the swell really picks up i mean it, it is by far and away probably one of the better videos i've seen out of this swell or any that, that of the video recent in jamie jamie's video too is, is just insane but what a lot of people don't realize about ben when ben was younger i mean he, he was a ripper he, he made the national team I think juniors or 18 and under, maybe older. I mean, he was an absolute ripper. And he'll, he'll talk in his videos when he was younger. He was much more of the guy who, who only wanted to go out when he thought it was perfect. And, you know, kind of that guy just judging like, oh, the waves aren't that good. And blah, blah, blah. And, and he's kind of had like a reversal in his life where now it's just, he's grateful for whatever, he, you know, the surf every day and, and the surf wherever. Um, but the thing is, if people actually watch his videos on, on a, the big swells that hit Jersey or the Outer Banks or even in Cali, like he caught this bomb in Cali like two years ago. Absolutely insane. I mean, the guy is a ripper. It's, you know, it's like I said, it's just that weird subset that that every action sport has, whether it's skating, snowboarding, who think they could do what he's doing or this, that, and the other. Like I even read a couple comments on, on, on Jamie's blog, like, oh, those waves aren't nothing. Are you kidding me? That, I mean, how, there's a small handful of guys, uh, women, go out there and do that. that. That's not something you can just do. Like, you can't go out there with a little bit of surf talent and, and, and do this. Like, 
armchair quarterbacks, man. They're it's, always uh, going to be there, right? Oh, no matter what it, it is. It's every sport, like you said, and it's um, but you know, I, I've got to say that that was one of the better videos I have seen in a long time. Did you watch time. Jamie's and, too? You know, yes. I didn't get the Jamie's yet. I'll, you know, I'll add it to my list. I was watching uh, the nephew's basketball game online. So. I, I got to say this. So Ben and Jamie are doing videos together in Hawaii, released them together. So they haven't been putting out the good stuff because they've been waiting. Um, Jamie's video, some of the angles and, and shots from that just show you how big the waves Ben, ben is riding. And it really puts it in perspective. I mean, well, when you see them on, when you see the the ski right on the on the side of the wave, right, and you yeah. just see this fat lip coming out like towards them. I mean, in the video itself, it you can get the sense that they are scared to death. And I mean, they said it a few times through there. Like this is like I'm terrified. I want to go home now. Like this is over. Like I want this to be over because. Even though they know that they're the biggest waves ever, you know that this is the biggest wave that you have ever caught. Well, like, he, like I said, Jamie and Kalani were even saying, like, you know, they, you know, there was the fear, adrenaline in them too. You know, it was definitely when you watch Jamie's video, it shows more of that too. And these are two guys, Kalani and, and Jamie, who, who've rode some massive waves, and, and they're saying they were going out there with, with, with a little fear in their stomach, you know? I mean, anybody who thinks these guys go out there and charge those waves and, and, and don't think they have fear are just not thinking correctly, in my opinion. I mean, in Jamie's video, it kind of talks about a little bit why they have, you know, they wear the vest with the CO2, and, he, and he's telling them, like, you know, when you fall on these waves, it, just, it, it it's so deep out there. It just, you get to the point where you're, everything goes black and your ears are popping from the pressure. And that's why you have those canisters to pull them and get you up before another set comes and just really gets you down. I mean, it, it's. Yeah. It, and, and we've seen that. I mean, I, you know, having been somewhat involved in the industry for some time, right. And, you know, I've seen that, but having him explain it is pretty cool. Cause I think that a lot of younger guys follow him um, that may not know kind of the intricacies that go into this. Um, it, it was, I mean, even even as fine tuned as like seeing the live footage or you know the the footage of them with the sled coming in and rescuing someone, and it, like them missing the board and having to like hightail it out of there because it looks like an avalanche is coming towards you, and then going back and trying to find your board again, and then like um, it just it's a very well, let's let's talk about the names. You know, this also puts in perspective the other people who were out there with him surfing at that spot at that swell. John John Florence, Koa Rothman. Um, I think Makua Rothman was out there. Um, I think Nathan Florence is out there. Th these aren't just you know no name guys. I mean, these are the who's who of of, of surfing heavy waves. And and Ben Gravy's out there. Like, yeah. dude. I, I never got when, when that small subset of people would give him crap because he would surf anything. Because if you go back and watch, like I said, watch his videos where the waves are firing. I mean, he's out there, you know, when Kelly was in Jersey and that's, that was happening. It was firing. I mean, he yeah. got this barrel there that was just mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. 
And then now to go to Hawaii and do it, I mean, that's a whole other level because Hawaii's the top, you know, that that's the most consequential place. Yeah. And, and you have to earn respect, you know, to be able to surf there. Yeah. It's, to me, that says a lot. I mean, he's really putting Jersey on the map because very few guys, you know, they'll say they'll do that. But when the time comes to go out there and not surf that, they're not no. going to do it. They're going to check and it out. A really good idea. Like I said, Jamie's video right around like the 16 minute mark is when the swell picks up and it's Ben's part. The views of the waves, I mean, give you just massive, massive that he's riding. I mean, 20, 30 foot Hawaiian waves. You're talking 30, 40. Yeah. Well, you know, in, in watching these videos and, of course, like the Instagram posts from these guys, which will go into the, you know, the movies or these videos on YouTube, like, you know, for those of you listening and not watching it, I literally sat here with my mouth agape and was just like, like, wow. Oh, okay. It's nothing like Mother Nature to make you feel incredibly small and insignificant. And you are inconsequential like you yeah. just it's it's gonna barrel through you man and you know these guys are you know in the top of their game so if you if you want to knock on gravy go ahead for some of his small stuff but he the guy can surf well here I, i'm gonna i'm in j i'm in jb's video i'm gonna pause it and I'll, I'll make the screen bigger and share it and we'll play so we won't get striked but you you'll get an idea of how big this surf is i'm just trying to pause at the right spot massive and this wasn't even the best shot from the video. And like you said, let me see. I'm going to share now. Share screen. Let me blow this up. Oh, one second. You guys all know I'm special with the computer. Here we go. Full screen. Oh, I mean, look at that. I'll pause it. Pause it. That That is not a small wave. And that's the smallest one he caught. I mean. No, no. I mean, it, it's it, that is. That is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wave, man. And there's, I can't show all the shots, but there's one more shot where they're doing it from the beach and you really get an idea. I mean, just massive. Yeah. I'm so happy he was out there and he, and and he got to score that because it it just puts all the haters, haters away. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, I agree with you. Um, I mean, we've, we've been hitting on, on this swell. I, I did hear from our friends over at uh, Pro Surf Co- Coaches here in Jersey and uh, Robbie Nelson, a wild man, was saying that uh, we're in for a little bit of a dry spell here, right? A flat spell. Uh, Mid-January, they're expecting some something to pick up sometime in February. But uh, I mean, at least people have stuff to watch, man, because the the waves are setting off over in the, the Pacific. So he caught, I, I don't know where it was. He posted a shot. Late last night in Hawaii, and I think it's that sh- the famous short break, maybe Keiki's short break they were surfing, and 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 it was a good sized wave on Keiki's short break, barreled and spit out, beautiful bended, and all the comments were stoked for him. There's one guy who was like, "Yeah, nice small duck under," and Ben's response was so perfect. He's like, "I didn't see you out there." Boom, leg drop. Like, but this is you know even even on some of the stuff that I post, right? Like, I, I had someone comment. I posted a long video, first video I ever did on YouTube, and it, it's on there. You guys can go see it. You know, fly, we were fishing up on this in this brook that Brian and I go to, and it was just you know we were going and you know just screwing around trying to trying to film things, and 
you know, we got skunked. Yeah, okay, you know, it's fine. We were out there for like three hours. And, you know, if I bet you if we spent more time out there, we probably would have caught something because we walk up and down the river. But someone commented, it goes, oh, I don't know how you didn't catch anything. And then like, I got to, you know, you know, always armchair court, you should have gone down here. And it's like, don't worry. Like I grew up fishing this river. I know the intricacies of it. I know where to go. Like sometimes you're going to get skunked. And again, didn't see you out there. So, oh yeah, dude. It, it, the, the, I don't know why that rubs me so, you know, well, badly. It it, but it shouldn't. Our armchair quarterbacks are always going to say something, and you know, if if okay, cool. If you could do it better, get out there and do it. Otherwise, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I've I've got nothing. Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah. Don't vape, guys. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, people who don't surf, it's tough to understand, like what hawaii is about i mean that's like where everybody wants to go and prove themselves i mean that's the absolute proving ground and you know like i said you don't just go out there and hop in the water and pat out in the lineup and get waves that doesn't happen it won't happen you're not paddling out on what he just caught that is for absolute sure and if you go out the pipe and you try to do that and you skunk the wrong person it's not going to be pretty, you know, those waves in Hawaii. I mean, they are, I mean, they could be life and death scenarios. I mean, hundred, hundred percent people die. People yeah. die. I mean, people die here. So imagine that times a thousand as far as size, volume of water coming at you. And, and then you're talking about having, you know, underwater obstructions that can stop you. Unlike here where you're just dealing with the, you know, the reef and at Vape is not like a coral reef like a Tavaru or Fiji that's, you know, fire coral and pretty and all that. They say it's like cement. And when you watch videos of underwater footage, that's what it looks like. It looks like, I don't know, foot of water like to, to yeah. cement, just flat cement. Yeah. So, I, I, dude, I don't know. I've always liked Ben and big ups to him, man. He's out there just putting the haters down and – well, while we're hitting on that, I mean, we're talking about Hawaii. We're talking about, uh, you know, we were texting back and forth a little bit. There's a, a little bit of a hate going on regarding wearing uh, Hawaiian shirts. Um, and it, that brought us to wearing cargo pants and cargo shorts, right? So, you know, I'm a big proponent wear whatever the heck it is you want, you know, like within reason, of course. Um, I don't like people telling people that they shouldn't be wearing something, especially if it's appropriate. Um, you are anti-cargo pants, which I am, and cargo shorts, which I am actually surprised by. I, I mean, I, I actually, let me take that back. Maybe I'm not entirely surprised by it because you're very, you're, a swimsuit guy you are always walking around with your boards shorts on like as long as i've known you you know in our we'll say teenage to adult lives um but i, I don't know man like would you ever say to someone oh it's stupid that you're you're an adult no. man wearing cargo pants no no but i I, ne- I would never judge somebody on on what what they wear it's just not for me i don't like lots of things in my pockets it drives me nuts and board shorts. I'm in boardies. If I could be in boardies 365, I would be in them every day. But I can't from where I live. But even when I fish tournaments, I'm I'm wearing board shorts. You know? Well, even when you were up here in yep. an undisclosed month and it was supposed to be warm out and it was freezing cold, you were in board shorts and a, and a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Um, it was like 
what in the June it was like forty degrees that morning. I'm trying to find I pictures hope. of me at tournaments in my board shorts. It coat. was unbelievably cold, man. God, I so couldn't cold. believe how cold that was. Um, I mean, I kind of assumed it was going to be because of whatever reason. But I, I just, I, I think that it's disingenuous for people to say like, or you know these men magazines and stuff like that who who follows them i don't know but making fun of cargo shorts and cargo pants i live in my cargo shorts i don't care what anybody says summertime comes i'm either wearing basketball shorts i'm wearing my swimsuit like with my board shorts or i'm wearing cargo shorts that's it I, dude i i i wouldn't judge anybody and i i get the cargo pants because you know my buddy when he fishes tournaments he he wears cargos for like you the pockets you know, he can have his, you know, three different bags. It's all plastics that he's using right then and there. Just, you know, if yeah. he needs to rehook up, you know, he just re-rig, just grabs him out of his pocket, put it back in his pocket and, and saves time. Yeah, I believe it was GQ. I was trying to pull up the article before yeah. this and I just forgot. But, you know, they were saying that basically that no adult man has any right to wear it. And um, I, like your friend, I was I was joking with Don. I said, you know, what's funny is, is I think and it was an older article, but I said, I like cargo pants. You know, I'm trying to do the whole keto thing. I'm like, I can keep, you ever see uh, Bad News Bears, the most recent yeah. one? He's the, the big kid, he drops the bacon and he's like, what, I'm on keto. Well, like, <laughs> like I can keep my bacon in my pocket, man. Like what's wrong with that? Or my, you know, homemade beef jerky. So don't judge me, leave me alone. And I'm going to wear my Hawaiian shirt and I don't want to hear anything about it. Dude, I'll rock some Hawaiian shirts. It's just completely outrageous. Like my mother, when my mother and stepfather took my daughter to Hawaii when she was like six we're talking like 10 years ago they went to pearl harbor and she got me this hawaiian shirt pearl harbor has got like all the old world war ii planes oh on that's it. awesome like, yeah dude, it is so amazing i mean I'll, I'll rock that in the right time right place but i would rock a hawaiian shirt all the time actually in high school the the goal was for bob and i was to go to prom wearing linen suits yeah. like totally miami vice style right and then the hawaiian show, shirts man. underneath I love to watch. I love, love Miami Vice, man. Like Dude, I was on. a little child watching that. I, I still remember too. that. I yeah, I love Me that too, show. man. But like, uh, you know, to say that it's not okay for people to wear them, I think that it, there's a connotation or some sort of association with some fringe elements, quote unquote, we'll do air quotes, right? Um, with wearing Hawaiian shirts. But guess what? Wear what you want. Don't tell anyone. Don't let anyone tell you. Don't let these influencers tell you you can or cannot do something regarding what it is you're wearing, unless it's harmful for somebody. But what are you wearing that's harmful? What do you, you know, I don't know. Um, right now I'm wearing a t-shirt, no pants and doing this like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I got jeans on. I right. mean, but like the Twitter, Twitter was going off like four or five months ago, people arguing about the whole cargo, no cargo things. And and back then I thought it was stupid. Like, Well, it, it always comes up. And I think, you know, it, was, it's, it came to mind because I did see someone post something this week and it was like talking about someone wearing cargo pants and how they associated it with the, a specific type of person we're trying to stay as vague as possible because we are right. a family friendly show and we're not trying to get into anything political or right. offensive um but who cares man if they want to wear it let them wear it if you want to wear it let you wear it. that doesn't mean that you're part of something just wear your freaking cargo pants and your hawaiian shirts and tell everyone to leave you alone you're good to go Dude, i got um, the goofiest style in the world like when i take her we can tell the walk i'll be wearing long your Lulu. sleeve your lemon and then my rain boots <laughs> you know like the rain boots like I like yeah, my yeah. mud boots like for the farm yeah. i'm just rocking those and it's sunny out i mean 
I wear my I wear my LL Bean duck boots until probably yeah it's like too hot and it's time for me to switch over to to flip flops because I love them I'll I'll wear them all and I don't and I don't tie them I don't do anything and the people are always like you should tie your shoes I'm like well, you should mind your business mind mind your I'm, business buddy I'm not a I'm not a child I'm I don't not need your to child. tie I don't need to tie my shoe I'm not running anywhere and if I do I'm gonna take my shoes off and I'm gonna next run. time somebody I'm, says that to you you'd be like you keep that up you're gonna go to timeout Mister <laughs> that's what you should say to them and see what they're they'll probably be like oh, damn cargo pants. Duck cargo pants? I don't think so, Mister. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. I mean, everybody's styles what makes them interesting. I think you know people I, just. I don't I mean, disagree. With I, I kook out. I wear some kooky stuff sometimes, just to kook out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, well, like I got some updates. Are... Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like uh, running tights are are in for men out of nowhere, and I see like a, we went to the gym for the first time today. Um, you know, a local a local weightlifting establishment for the first time since we, everything got shut down. And, uh, you know, guys walking around in shorts with the running tights underneath. Now I'm cool with that. We used to do that when I ran track. And okay. Field, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like with you shorts, wear them under yes. shorts, like cool. But like, I remember there was a time when people would wear, men would wear them without. And I think it's starting to come back a little bit. And, just the and tights, not, like the, like just the ballet. T- t- hey, no, man, I, maybe, I will maybe it's judge comfortable, there. but maybe it's comfortable. Dude, I'm not judging because I don't know. Family friendly, but yeah. Use I your imagination. I, well, yes, I got. But maybe around the house. Maybe, maybe. I, I would feel like maybe. a ballerina, but but you know, hey, kind of well, look I mean, like a not? I mean, but, let's do it. So, but you were saying, yeah, I, I interrupted you, and I apologize. So in the fishing world, I got some updates on my buddy Brennan, who I'm fishing the South Carolina division with this year. He's actually also fishing the Savannah River division, which um has her first event on Lake Kiwi on February 16th, and um. We're going to do a video with them checking in either pre-tournament or post-tournament. I, I think that will be pretty cool. But um, that's coming up and, you know, getting excited for that. And then the week after that, um, let me look at myself. Yeah, we have Lake Murray on the 13th where I'll be down there fishing too. And um, Brent and I are going to shoot some videos for you guys. And Can't believe it's coming that in. quickly, man. It, well, yeah, well, the thing really... is, so we got – I got Lake Murray on the 13th. This is South Carolina division. So Lake Murray on the 13th, Santee Cooper on the 27th of March, Lake Hartwell, May 1st, Clarks Hill, June 19th. That's in McCormick, South Carolina too. And then Lake Murray, 25th and 26th. That's just my South Carolina. And then we'll look at my Maryland. The Northeast division, April 17th, the Bay, 22nd of May, the Bay. Lake Champlain, July 24th, which that should be a blast. And then probably my most favorite lake in the country, Cayuga, August 7th. And then St. Hmm. Lawrence, 11th and 12th. Yeah. So, can you send me a link to those? And we'll, we'll post that in the show notes for those of you who are yeah. interested in following, or perhaps maybe some of you would like to join one of the tournaments. Um, and then I, 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 hopefully, I mean, I'm going to say I will make regionals for both. Regionals, I, I'm qu- quietly optimistic that you will make regionals. I mean, if you don't cut your hair, you might even make the world championship. All American. That that would be um, no world championship. You got that far, <laughs> I would say yes, one hundred percent. I got you. Um, cool. So, Joe, uh, any plans for the weekend outdoors? Um, I'm actually going to be heading up to um, Susquehanna Fishing Tackle here soon. Um, oh, nice. Might go up either Saturday, if not Saturday, Monday. Um, it looks like 
We're actually going to check the weather. I think we're getting some snow. I think we're supposed to get a big snowstorm on Tuesday. I yeah, Monday and Tuesday. They're saying that for us too. Saturday is going to be cold here, and Sunday too. Sunday's going to be cold. We'll be out on the river. I'm hopefully taking the godson for a little fly fishing. Um, wish me luck. Cold is kind of tough for me with my leg. I mean, it, yeah. it really is, unfortunately. I, I was thinking of maybe trying to get out and doing some shore fishing, but it, it's. I know it's kind of a cop-out, but it's really tough for me when it's cold like that. Yeah, does it work at all if you layer appropriately and wrap your knee do you feel like that helps no i you know the cold really affects it um, yeah. just makes it even more sore than it already is and the other time where it gets really sore too is when we have days where it's really cold in the morning and then it warms up to the day yeah, that's another time yeah um, that's a, that's typical of any kind of like muscular bone injury where it just gets affected like that i know really cold days my knees start to start to hurt i i really i blew them out running track in high school and you know it took years of me rehabbing them myself to, to get them back up and running but still like this this winter for some reason but this morning for example it was just frigid and it, my knees were killing me yeah that was me still to right now it's just it's just it's throbbing so with, with the knee injury, short fishing is, is, is really kind of tough for me because it's not really safe for me to be hiking. No, no. Bushwhacking. It's not. It, it's not and it would be dumb if I, I Especially did. alone. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, and like I've always said before, that the shore spots around here aren't the greatest, but it, it's there's a couple I can go to. I went to one this year. You're not likely to catch fish, but it's still nice to throw the well, line out. I've got I've got a great idea for you. Just go to downtown Washington DC. I heard there's a river there called the Potomac. Yeah. There are these massive catfish that you can catch on Chatterpeak. I'd call them. So basically if you just go right down from the Capitol building down to the river there, you fish right there and you'll probably close. catch it. Um, right? It's pretty close to there. Pretty close. My buddy Rodney and I um he goes down there and he'll shore fish a lot and one of his spots is like in the Alexandria area. And like, you're right in the city. Yeah, it's, um, it's right there. I'm, I'm, after you told me about that, I, I Googled it and I was looking up pictures of guys fishing and gals fishing from there. And I, I was like, well, no way. Because in my mind, I, I don't picture the Potomac, especially in DC like that. I, I did not. So I was, I was actually amazed. And there's a, apparently a big vibrant fishing community right there in the middle of the city there is but unfortunately they're having some issues on the potomac with um uh, you told me that yeah pollution um and, and there was something else i think a fish die-off just happened too yeah you have a oh. huge trash island that's popped up uh, luckily I... they have a good group of, of guys south of the city who really um try to keep the potomac clean and and, and Take care of it. Um, I have this story on my Facebook. Where it is. Well, it's, yeah, it's heartbreaking. Good. Trash Island grows in the Potomac River. It, it's insane when you see. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to look that up because that's yeah. that's frustrating. And even when I went hiking behind the house this week, and you know, into the woods here, and it's Green Acres, and um, you know, just the sheer amount of trash. And I always think to myself, like, I typically leave with more than I come. That I leave the woods or whatever I'm doing with more than I went out with. And, you know, I, I keep saying, I got to remember to put trash bag in my backpack because 
I mean, there was so much industrial waste back there. And, you know, some of you may have seen my video and I, I, I will get up my fishing video from the snow. Eventually I have not edited it yet. Um, but like I show in the video, like some of this trash, man, like it's just piles of it out of nowhere. And it's not, I don't think people are littering back there, but they're littering upstream and then upstream, it's getting yep. stuck back here in the woods. And it, it's just disgusting and disheartening, man. And it, it's, especially yeah. with the Potomac. Now, I mean, the Potomac, if, if the viewers haven't got the experience fishing on the Potomac, it, it, it is amazing. I mean, you know, where we launch, I mean, George Washington's house is right there. And, and, and just the history on that river. And then you go all the way up in the DC and you, you see all that stuff. It's just absolutely amazing. Like, I'm, we fish this grass bed a lot that's right there by Mount Vernon. And, and, you know, you're fishing in front of the same place where George Washington used to go down the water shore and do whatever George Washington did to the water. And it's just absolutely beautiful. And it, it, it yeah. breaks your heart to see the trash that runs off into there. And like you said, it's all of it's most, not all of it. A lot of it comes from upstream. I guess people don't realize what you throw in the streets is going to make it. Yeah. Back, back there and then eventually into the bay you know and we'll I mean, we'll, we'll end on this and then we'll go to a happy note and then finish for the day yeah. but uh, you know a buddy of mine posted that something like 10 million mass have found their way into the oceans so like if that can happen i mean just imagine what your local waterways look like and that that's that's shameful you know we have to do better and if you do go out into the you know the great outdoors please bring trash bags with you and and pick up what you can and you know, as always, at least here in New Jersey, it's, uh, you know, carry in, carry out in state parks. So carry in and carry out your garbage. It's not that rocket science. Um, um, but, you know, on a, on a plus side, I, I did say, you know, we finished on a happy note here. Uh, you know, I am doing brook trout fishing this weekend, which is my absolute favorite fish to catch. And I don't care the size. I love them because they are wild. They're beautiful and they are so much fun to catch. So hopefully, you know, my godson can come with me. Right now it's 50-50. Which one, Jimmy or? Or Ryan. And I've got this spot that has the biggest brook trout I've ever seen in the state of New Jersey so far. And I, you know, we'll talk about this record, know, next record, week. state record, maybe. Uh, it, could well, potentially, Hacker, it could potentially, it uh, could potentially be, but I don't want to keep it because they're, I, I don't even, I, like, know. I don't even know. I, we, you and I talked about this. We'll get into yeah. this in a later episode. I don't understand how you can possibly get a state record for a fish that you're not going to keep in harvest, right? I wouldn't yeah. keep a brook trout. I don't even think you can keep a brook trout. I, I'll I don't, yeah, double I don't check on can. that, but. I, it's our state fish like it's it's you know highly endangered actually we're in all in a trout conservation area so you can't keep wild and native fish so you'd have to release it so what are you going to do what do i get to bring out people you know but i will I maybe you have I, to have like a registered scale and but they have to keep the thing alive and it's illegal to transport a fish like with the intent of bringing it somewhere else i, I have to i would ask your i would ask your local fly guy and see what they say because it is a when i tell you this thing that I, I i scared it out a few months ago and i know exactly the hole that it's in or the stretch that it's in and it has nowhere to go downstream because there is an obstruction in the way and this thing if you've ever seen trout that have gotten so big that they have the hook jaw this thing's got the hook jaw like, oh, it's it, got looks the hook like jaw, huh? it looks like it belongs in like it's a you know sea running salmon or something like that so it is I've big seen some, 
huge steelhead. I've seen some yeah. huge steelhead caught, and it's, it's, it's amazing when they get to that size. Yeah, so I'm not saying it's that big, but it is a I big know. fish. Um, but yeah, I'll keep you posted. And uh, yeah, Joe, always yeah. a pleasure. 20th bro. episode. We made it to 20. We I mean, did. We, we did. We did hit on that. Now I made I, for I did. 25. We'll have a party. And we'll I made him. the dance. I made a mistake. I, I accidentally deleted an episode, um, so I deleted it on both. So this will be the 20th, but it's going to be labeled as the 19th because I basically backtracked everything. Oh, I did that man. today by accident. I was going in and I was doing man. editing, trying to add show notes, and I accidentally hit delete. Um, that's what happens when you're troubled, I guess, doing five things at once. So they're deleted on both of them. It was the episode 10 is now gone. I don't know. I apologize for that. The mustache so. coming in there. I, I am going to try to do the stash for you guys. It looks looks glorious. I might I might trim a little bit this week. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, next week we'll have B with us. He he got called up with work, so or something Whoever comes first. Yeah. Well, life, guys, life, life comes at you fast. Yeah. If you don't stop to look around once in a while, you might miss it. Yeah. Exactly. Bow, bow. Chica, chica. Well, I want to give a shout. I do want to give a shout out this time. Stretch stretching. Yes, lines. we forgot. Dude, they they really do take care of me, and they're a great company. Um, check them out, stretchinglines.com. Use my discount code JMSTAFF15 for a 15% discount. Um, Damien's a great guy, so definitely check him out. Beautiful. All right, guys, and uh, thank you for listening, Joe. Always great seeing you. And Jacka, brother. We, we got to do this, brother. Later. Later, brother. Peace. All right, so that was the Hacker Outdoors podcast with Brian Hacker and Joey McCormick. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating on whatever platform you are listening to or watching this on. Please check the show notes for some links about the topics we discussed today. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.